Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of Vinylutionary Podcast. My name is Mike and in this episode we are going to be going through records of my dad's. A jazz lover, a fusion lover, uh, a hater of the Beatles uh, and British music, uh, which I don't understand. Uh, It's something that I I did not get from him, I guess. I'm a, a Beatles fan and Dave Clark Five and... Uh, the turtles and and uh, the zombies and anyways but i'm going to be going through some of his records that had a huge influence in my life from the jazz to the fusion i'm going to start this episode out with one of his favorite uh, records from many moons ago uh, this uh, 45 uh, is one that i got after his passing uh, and i've grown to love it is by uh, Cozy Cole, and it's a track called uh, Topsy. And there's part one and part two of Topsy. Um, I'm going to uh, play them back to back. So without uh, stalling anymore, here's Cozy Cole, Topsy, part one and two. Topsy, part one.
Stop Saying, Part 2. It's always interesting to me to think back uh, when my my dad, my mom, when your parents were, uh, you know, your age back then, be it, you know, uh, your teen years, preteen years, and think about the songs uh, that were all the rage, the the singles they would buy, uh, much like we did uh, with the singles we would buy. I mean, we all wanted that copy of Urban Dance Squad, Deeper Shade of Soul, or... 
um, you know, the new kids on the block or whatever it was that you were listening to. So um, it's just interesting to, to think about how things have changed yet stayed the same in, uh, you know, the, the you know, everybody liking their own style of music. Anyways, I'm going to go off on a tangent. But changing styles as, uh, as uh, different uh, pop became popular back then, uh, my dad also jumped into, as did my mom, uh, the Spanish bandwagon. Not mariachi and things like that, but things like, uh, you know, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, Sergio Mendez and Brazil 66. Speaking of, that's the track I'm going to be playing, one from Sergio Mendez and uh, Brazil 66. It's a popular song made probably most recently popular from the uh, Austin Powers movies. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this track off of uh, the self-titled Sergio Mendez in Brazil 66. It was actually Herb Alpert uh, put them out. So it was a Herb Alpert Presents Sergio Mendez in Brazil 66. But here uh, I'm going to play the uh, first track. Here we go. stuff 
So another thing that he was really into, which he wouldn't call it this, but it's really uh, psychedelic fusion. So it's basically a rock band that dabbled in jazz, or basically any rock band that featured decent horns, uh, a good horn section, a good brass section. Um, He was a big fan of uh, Chicago, Earth, Wind & Fire, uh, Blood, Sweat & Tears, bands like that, which he didn't I mean, he thought it was just good. I don't know if you'd want to call it pop, but very much a jazz fusion. But what he didn't realize is that it, it was really in the 60s, early 70s, uh, where bands were really kind of exploring the psychedelia side of things and kind of, I don't know if you want to say throwbacks from the 60s and that era, but uh, one of the bands that I always listened to his records, I couldn't quite put a finger on what it was that I liked about it, but I think it was it was that it was uh, kind of kind kind of progressive in its uh, in its recording. So things like um, Blood, Sweat, and Tears that I'll play next here was a very good brass section. It had uh, left turns, kind of like a progressive rock, if you will, um, but really kind of focused back on the musicianship and timing of a jazz piece. So I will play next Spinning Wheel. Most people know this song. Uh, what they don't hear, they hear the radio version and they don't hear the album version. The album version has a great breakdown uh, about, I don't know, two-thirds of the way through that really just kind of uh, digs into their jazz roots as a band. And it's, it gets real funky, and I, and I dig that. So the, here is Spinning Wheel by Blood, Sweat, and Tears.
Fast forwarding just a bit to the 70s, um, there was a, a bit of a resurgence in the 70s uh, for all things 50s. Think um, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, so on and so forth. Uh, there was a group uh, that my dad really was into. They did great stuff, a lot of um, uh, jazz influenced and uh, I don't want to say big band, but definitely full band songs. Um, that we listened to in the car and one of my, my favorite memories is driving around uh, you know him and my buddies in, uh, in the truck and he would always make sure that he did his Oregon solo on the dash as we were driving around uh, you know uh, in, in, in the truck you know some of, some of us on the hump in the middle uh, or one of us on the hump in the middle but he would always have his, uh, his Oregon solo um, on the dash while he was driving and it was just good times it's just a great memory but that band that I'm talking about is Manhattan Transfer one of the songs um, that really stood out and is just a great memory for me is Operator it's a very uh, gospel driven track just a, a great track all in all I'm gonna play a couple of songs back to back um, the first being Operator and the second being That Cat Is High um, both just remind me of uh, good times with my dad don't, going on camping trips or whatever the case may be but we'll get those tracks playing right now and I hope you enjoy them Operator, 
Folks, I mellow as a honeydew. Yeah, yeah. That cat is high. Look at that, look at his eye. Oh, man, he's high. Yes, higher than a guy. That cat is high. Look at that, look at his eye. Man, I would lie. Yes, higher than a guy. When you see him stumbling up and down the street, you know that cat's been drinking. Shoes upon his feet. Man, he's high. I said that cat is high. Yes, he's high. Man, he's higher than a guy. Schmutz, Mama, look at that little guy. You know Schmutz, I won't Schmutz, lie. Schmutz, Cat's higher than a guy. Boy, he's high. Oh, look at that Schmutz, black guy. Oh, Mama, the cat's higher than the sky. That cat is high. Oh, look at that look in his eye. Oh, my, oh, my. The cat's higher than the sky. Still to this day, really enjoy Manhattan Transfer. It's a good, uh, just a good, fun time. Good songs. That that debut album is uh, really, really good. They've got some uh, newer stuff um, off of their Brazil album, which came out early '90s, uh, which had actually kind of an underground hit, if you will. They had a song called "Soul Food to Go," which is just a good song too. It just uh, reminds me of actually road trips. Uh, when I would bring my own tapes um, in the car and listen to those on my Walkman, if you can believe that. But uh, moving forward, I'm going to play technically four songs here back-to-back. And it's from an artist uh, by the name of Wes Montgomery, a guitar player, uh, just an amazing jazz musician. One thing that I thought was funny going back to some of my earlier comments about my dad not enjoying British music he certainly enjoyed the jazz covers of a lot of Beatles songs. The first song by Wes Montgomery I'm going to play is Eleanor Rigby which is just a great song in its own but he his, uh, his cover is really really good. I'm going to follow that up with uh, Windy a track made popular by the association 
after that, one of the albums that we have uh, is called uh, Movin' West, uh, as in West Montgomery. That is Movin' West Parts 1 and 2. It's back-to-back -back on a full-length album, but I'm going to play that as well. So technically four songs, two, uh, two and a half, if you will. I'm not sure how you want to add that up. But here is West Montgomery, Eleanor Rigby, Wendy, and Movin' West Parts 1 and 2.
I always dug his sound. I mean, it was it always seemed very loungy to me, uh, very 60s party, playing that on your television, hi-fi, radio, all-in-one unit, your console there. So I'm going to end this uh, podcast, this episode five of My Jazz Influence, uh, with one of the, the tracks, the jazz tracks that my dad really... Uh, he talked about a lot as one of his favorites, and that's Take Five by the Dave Brubeck Quartet. Um, he had a lot of uh, Dave Brubeck's albums. His f- uh, favorite really was uh, Time Out by Dave Brubeck, and he would always say, and there's an album that followed this that's Time Further Out, and that one's a great album too, which I agree with. I've got that as well. Maybe we'll play that on a on a. Uh, Uh, future episode but uh, I'm going to end this with take five uh, fittingly uh, for episode five um, by the Dave Brubeck Quartet I'll spin that right now and here we go Thank you. 
Thank you all so much uh, for going on this therapeutic episode with me. I appreciate it, uh, being able to share just the love of music, jazz, and rock, and pop, and uh, just the importance of it that uh, my dad instilled in me, um, like I said, has been very therapeutic. I appreciate you all. Uh, On the next episode, episode six, I'm going to kind of veer from our vinyl and uh, play a couple of the cassette singles that I uh, bought when I was, uh, I guess, buying cassette singles. Um, Got a few lined up that are just kind of random, a lot of hip-hop, but uh, some others as well, too. So I hope you join me on episode six. Uh, I'll be recording that as time allows. But from there, I will say uh, goodbye and uh, especially a humongous thank you to everyone that's been listening, that's been uh, letting your friends know, uh, all of my subscribers, uh, my new subscribers, anybody that's given me uh, reviews, uh, Avenue Tattoo, I see you. Thank you so much. I can't, uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, until next time, we'll keep that vinyl spinning or those tapes playing. And we'll be back with episode six, and we'll uh, talk to you then. Thanks, everybody.